in the midst of darkness, light persists. Hey guys, welcome to the Gandhi Podcast. I'm TJ Del Reno. With me as always is Lance Weiss. Hello everyone. And Brendan Fitzgibbon. Hi. Oh, hi. How's it going? Welcome to the Gandhi Is That You Tell Me Something Good podcast. Very excited to be here, guys. Today, we have a very special yes, guest. Yes, we do. This, this is actually a big deal, guys. This is big. She's it's already clapping Lance's for yeah. herself. <laughs> former boss at the former Lucky Magazine. Wow, a lot of Two formers. formers. A lot of formers. Let's make a lot of noise for Denise Burrell Stinson. Whoa! Yeah! It sounds right. like there's more people here than there really is, but Denise is here. Thanks for joining us, Denise. It's great having you Hi, on. Hi, Lance and Brendan. I'm yeah. so happy to see you. And, T- and TJ. Right. <laughs> no, don't say hi to TJ. It's fine. Oh, TJ, yeah, it's fine. TJ No, no, we make fun of him every no, podcast, so it's good you yeah, didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, that's Eventually, nice. we're going to have TJ just facing the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or I'll, just, I'll just hit record, and then like they'll be like, you're good. Walk away. I'm like, <laughs> just great, turning thanks, around. guys. I'm just across the room like, <laughs> TJ, can you Skype great. in? We'll yeah, I'll yeah, Skype in. <laughs> All right, who is Denise? All right, if so you're just tuning, if you're listening, who Denise, Denise is is oh, that's for me to say. Anyone or what? And then we'll I'll we'll, give a quick then we'll go backwards. We'll yeah, yeah, let okay, go. okay, okay. I've known Denise now for almost four years. I probably uh-huh. worked with you. You were my boss for two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. We're at, at Lucky Magazine. Yeah. Lucky Magazine, pa- former of the Condé Nast conglomerate, no now longer. of the forgotten. <laughs> Fallen Soldiers of the Continent Conglomerate. Yes. Uh, I don't think it's... Is it just a website now, right? Lucky. I think it's just a website. It's or just Lucky an app. Shops. Maybe yeah. Lucky Shops. Denise, what did you do for Lucky Magazine? I was the head of the research department. So uh, For how many years? <laughs> too many. Yeah. A shameful amount of years. No, no, not a shameful amount. A, a, a long time. But, uh, but yeah. It was, oh, it, was, it was a good time, but we don't need to get into numbers here. Oh, <laughs> and lucky, check, lucky, my, check my LinkedIn if you want yeah. to. Ooh, I love lucky, that website. Lucky was a, um, a women's fashion magazine, kind of like I mean, for the... For, it was for men, too. It was mostly but, for women. Yeah, but it was mostly it was mostly for men. But um, you guys tried to bring more of the, the fellas into the into Yeah, the fashion, male vibe there. The fashion biz. Yeah, so we should describe what it was like working at Lucky. It was... I started like three years... Uh, four years ago, probably in like 2011, late, mm-hmm. and then I walked into a office with uh, 90 women. Oh, <laughs> and he Two said, men. "Yeah, I will work here." <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, they were uh, gay. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, right. And then we had a couple. We had a straight guy once. There He's, were there was yeah. a total of maybe like maybe five to six guys total at yeah. any point in time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there were I think we were the only straight. Was there maybe and there was one other maybe t- two other straight guys yeah. who worked there. Yeah, but all cool. I mean, like super yeah. people, all incredibly well dressed. Right, right. Well, it was great. Everybody was really nice. The best was when Lance started, <laughs> and so when Lance started, it was like we had our own area where all like the researchers were. Mm-hmm. But Lance had to go into like his own sort of little pod. Yeah, he was the only place where he had space. I loved it. So he got Alone. to eavesdrop on all these like cool conversations and one day he was like, Denise, he's like, I keep hearing the same conversation over and over again. And it was like, oh my God, I'm so jealous. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. <laughs> and then the other uh, conversation was, oh my God, I just had the best fro you. Yeah. <laughs> I just had the best uh, fro you. And he said those were the a lot of those kind of There was so much talk of the cupcakes and the cake on the end table. That was the most food ever had. It was the most oppressive 
Lee, like, that was the most women-y that office got, where it'd be oh. like, oh my yeah. God, that cupcake. No, but it was like, anytime anyone had like an extra cupcake, they would just like send it to Lucky. Do you know what I mean? It, yeah. was, like, yeah. it was like cupcakes every day. But like, the swag factor was very, very high, and Ooh. I don't I don't deal in swag anymore, and uh, I miss it. I, I like miss swag. It yeah. It was yeah, the most yeah. food I've ever, like literally they wore cupcakes almost every day. Yeah, out of five so days a week, there'd be at least three days would have cake or cupcake. I would say probably three out of the five days of the week, you could find cupcakes somewhere. Oh, yeah. Easily. Somewhere in the in the office, and this reminds oh. me of Becky Saletti, who used to work there. Shout out to BC. What's up, Colorado <laughs> style? Ooh. She'll probably listen to this. Um, <laughs> she had a joke before I knew, like before I worked at Lucky, that I always liked. That that was really funny to me. Was she's like people at my office would see a cupcake, they'd be like, "Oh my god, they're so dangerous! They're so dangerous!" And she's like, "You know what else is dangerous? The Congo." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what else is dangerous? Uh, the Congo. The yeah. Congo. But that's how it is. It was like, oh my God. Oh my yeah. God, I love that movie, we, Congo. We, we that's all crazy. <laughs> Actually, because we had like two guys in the checking department, we became our own sort of like... Tribe. Yeah, we were, yeah, we yeah. were definitely, we were like this crazy, crazy tribe. Um, and you guys kind of tried to, what was it? You were going to brand the tribe, right? We and did. Be, and do the dude's perspective. For a video. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> One for video. anyone listening, Lance and Brennan made this incredible video. <laughs> you should Google Lance, Brennan, and the dude's perspective. And what is it? Two, it's on the Gandhi site, actually. It's, oh, it is on yeah, the Gandhi site? Too <laughs> kooky, but lovable, right? Fashion oh, yeah. magazine dudes. Like, oh. take to the streets and try to understand fashion, right? Yeah. And the best quote from that is, what is it? A statement necklace. Statement isn't, necklaces. Isn't that a necklace with words? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still think that's what it is. <laughs> and I think Brendan... <laughs> I will say that I really got sick of the phrase chunky knit sweater. Yeah. <laughs> chunky knit sweater? I heard that phrase, the word chunky and chic more than any human <laughs> yeah. being. Yeah, ever here. What? Like, you don't realize how much you need a chunky knit sweater. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you can say that now because it's like late August, but like in a couple months, yeah, you'll you won't be talking about anything except a chunky knit sweater. But it was, yeah. <laughs> So much. As those magazines do, they make you yeah. real. Like, like I didn't know this existed, and now I have to have it. Yeah, yeah, that is true. They make I'm, you feel that way. Oh, everyone's got them. I got to get them too. And what was it? There's always like one mistake that like guys make whenever they come and work at Lucky. It's like one brand. No. <laughs> no, but there's like 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 these like brands like these fashion brands and like we they don't know the, the name. Like women always know the names, but like guys never know the names. Yeah, I, like, I, early on, I had women come up to me and be like, "You need to get a haircut." I was like, "What the fuck is this place?" <laughs> I'm like, "I can't do that to you." Guys, yeah, I can't go right? to you and be like, "Excuse me, get your fucking haircut." Yeah, <laughs> fucking haircut. I had so, someone tell me I needed a new bag. My my brand game was off. That is was true. Like, they rip you hard there. Yeah, that's harsh, do. dude. I have feelings too. Just because I'm a guy, I'm sensitive. Look at me. Yeah. Do you guys, <laughs> do you guys care any Calvin Cleans or Dulcie's <laughs> Cabanas? Cleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. So let's get a little more t- about Denise. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So Hi. you worked at Lucky. Worked Before lucky. that, you worked at a couple other uh, journalism I background. Worked, I worked. At, I worked at Connie Nass for a fair amount of time. I freelanced once at uh, for not once, but for a while. At Connie Nast Traveler, mm-hmm. um, and then before that, I, when I was in graduate school, I did an internship at the New Yorker. And yeah, I did a little bit, Ooh. and then I did a little bit of work there. So, like, I put my time in. Denise is also of, one of the hardest working people. Really? Yes. People dude, always see so? that. Yeah, I think I so. Oh my like god! Hands down. Really? Dude, we would. <laughs> <laughs> would be gone for hours. <laughs> 
me and Lance would be gone for hours, and you would always be on time. You'd be always like doing all of the work. Oh yeah, uh, yeah you easily. Know what? Yeah, hands no. down. I can say these things now because I'm not there anymore. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's so funny because people say that to me too. They're like, "You just work so hard," and I'm just like, "Really? Like I just, I don't know. I have this sort of set the bar high for yourself." I do set the bar high for myself, and I feel like I often come in below the bar. What? So I'm constantly. But well, that's your own bar you set. Yes, 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 yes. But yeah. that's right. So that's that's all that's that's all on me. But like, I mean, my one hope is that like no one else is sort of like negatively affected. Like pretty much, like I'm only competing with myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but I'm you not... have to like know that you did a great job. I mean, also like I feel like you and Marissa were single handedly keeping that magazine together. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, you guys were always the ones. Li- and no, Karen no, no. Prime. I mean, yeah. Team, yeah, I feel the same teamwork, way. Teamwork, teamwork makes the dream work, right? I feel like Denise is being very politically correct. Right? So very, 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 yeah, remember that, guys. Teamwork makes the dream work. Teamwork Wait, makes the team. Yeah, all of my. I'm gonna give you some really bad corporate jargon right no, now. No, we need it. We could use it. Yeah, we could use it because so these, these guys don't like. Where teamwork. are you now? So you, lucky you haven't been there in six, six months. months. So I work at the New York Times now, and you I currently work at the New York Times. I'm currently working at the New York Times. Um, I, they have this sponsor content studio called. Brand Studio. Okay. And so I'm one of the editors there. So I actually work on sponsor content for uh, that's produced by the New York Times for like a variety of different. And this is video, print, online. It's all like it's all bells and whistles. Social so it's like media. it's video, print, uh, not print. I'm sorry, it's only digital, but like okay. video, photography, interviewing people, like infographics. You know, like it's it's some badass shit that they're doing over there. It's some truly the truly New York Times. Shit. Yeah, have you heard oh, of it? <laughs> You mean New York's number one premier newspaper? Yeah. <laughs> little little startup, little startup little called startup, New York Times. Yeah, 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 but it's some like it's some really really badass shit over there. So, you know, if I was sort of feeling insecure about my work ethic before, this has done nothing to well, make I mean, me I feel this more, yeah. <laughs> make me feel more confident about my work. That's in awesome. fact, I should probably be at my office right now. Uh, <laughs> she's Denise is actually working right now as she does the podcast. Yeah, so they I'm think you're working. Emails, they think right? you're on like your second lunch. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Second lunch. Yeah. Mean, I, but we could tie this all together. So this podcast is about turning bad things into good. Yeah. Yes. And I think your story is what happened to you really makes me feel good because we like literally so Lucky was like got kicked out of Condé Nast then they put us in an office which can only be described as death of a salesman from uh, 1973 <laughs> like no, we got, I'm, I'm gonna spin it more positive it okay, was like I, okay like, I'll, I'll, I'll say the bad things Denise can say the, the good <laughs> she's already spinning it positive it was a print publication doing the best that it could to kind of stay relevant right and, and nimble another corporate jargon word but like stay relevant and nimble and like be really dynamic right and yeah. sort of like transition more into digital digital and it, it it was not smooth and ultimately like not totally successful but but they kind of get a for effort they really try i give them right? a c but okay okay <laughs> <laughs> no brandon uh, grace on a steep curve yeah like all magazines are dealing with this all and yeah. print in general everyone's it's dealing just, yeah with this. it's more of like a sign of kind of like just the, the industry times. than it is the quality of the magazine it was you know it was it was it was pretty cool yeah no i mean i appreciated like that place for you know they gave us some freedom it was it was nice um but you know 
Um, let's move on. <laughs> but you went to you went to journalism school as well, correct? That's how you got into all. No, I didn't go to journalism school. I went to um, I did my MFA, my Master's of Fine Arts from Creative okay. Writing. Yeah, at, at Columbia. So mm-hmm. actually, before I started working like hardcore in magazines, I actually had just spent a couple of years in the library at Columbia, like thinking that I was going to be this like fantastic novelist and like yeah. I was going to get my MFA and then you know I'd write this book and then I'd be a genius and make all this money and be famous and would never have to take an office job again mm-hmm. and well <laughs> look at me like look at me now um yeah, so you're yeah so, the office of all offices yeah no but basically i had spent like two or three years kind of just in the library and reading and writing and sort of like going five or six or seven hours a day without Jeez, talking that's to crazy any, yeah without talking to anyone just sort of you know and i thought that that was sort of like what it took to be like super literary and kind of bookish and then it just kind of the time for that was over, you know? It kind of became almost this, like, solitary confinement, and I had kind of forgotten how to, like, deal with people, and I would, like, go it, to... Do you, do you think you're, like, a workaholic? Do you think that you're, like, one of those? No, I'm not a workaholic, because I definitely enjoy time not working, but I have, like, I will freely admit to sort of being, like, a professional panicker. Oh. So I will kind of keep working until the point where I, like, resolve my panic. Do you know what I mean? And that yeah. could be that could be minutes, but, like, that could be hours. But I'm oh, kind geez. of, I'm just going to strap myself into the seat and kind of not get up until yeah. I'm no longer, until I'm no longer Jeez. panicking. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that yeah. something that the world should know about? Like, yeah, why not? Okay, yeah. all right. The world. No, the but world? Like no one else. I like you need thirty encourage... people in like <laughs> New York City. Don't maybe? say the numbers, TJ. They're oh, growing whoops. every day. Did you yep. forget some no, zeros? But like, I love that like other people read it as work ethic, but probably nine times out of ten, it's just professional. Yeah. Okay, well, this is but this is the point I wanted to make earlier okay. when I was saying about Lucky was that like everybody. So it was crazy to be. I feel like we were in the the. We were in the movement of journalism in the sense that it was dying and we got to really see it happen. Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we saw it die. We watched it, it die. Watched it, we watched it in literally whittle time. and die. And it, we watched people be really scared for their jobs and really like, you yeah. know how when you're going to lose your job, you're really scared. Yeah. But like, my point of this was like, Denise's story is so good to me because it shows that if something bad happens, something yeah. better, this is so much better for you. Like, it's not even Question close. is, New York Times, is what happens if that goes down? Where does this go? It's like, what? <laughs> no. Where, us, where could you go from New York Times? You've reached the pinnacle. This mm-hmm. is it. Well, then, yeah, you're, then yeah. you're just TJ, you know? So. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. For real? <laughs> Sorry, Come on. Uh, I think fine. I messed up my, my microphone. No, no, it's fine. No, it I, I feel like where I'm working at the Times right now is like there's some there's some truly badass people, and I just don't think it's going. But don't you feel like everybody is better off like at Lucky except for Lance? Like, for sure. <laughs> everybody is better off like f- from that transition? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you choose change, and sometimes change chooses you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes there just comes a time, and you can't, like, your routine has got to change. You can't keep doing the same shit every morning. And- anymore for a lot of people that's like really traumatic you know but at yeah and i the get that for time, sure yeah but at, at the same time like at the moment the moment that you admit that like the shit is changing you can kind of assert some control over it right? oh that's a good point if I like you try that. and fight it you're gonna expend all of your energy fighting it instead of like working with it and you know accepting I mean? the fact that there could be something better coming to Ex- your way for exactly. sure and, and it's not always bad that's the thing so if you are resistant to change and you're you're kind of too scared to uh, to kind of embrace the possibility of anything else you're actually saying this is the best that I can ever do yeah right you're kind of admitting that you have gone as far as, as you think you can go and yeah. 
it's scary, like I said, to kind of embrace change and anticipate change. But the minute that you can sort of embrace the possibility that something better is coming along for you and that maybe a door is lifting or a gate is lifting so that you can walk into something better, yeah. you have a chance of like making sense of it, right? You yeah. Have, you have a chance of kind of asserting yourself. In. But yeah. like fear, that, that type of fear and resisting it, it's just a drain on your energy that you could most likely be putting into finding your next opportunity right yeah so if you're like it could be like a magazine or like a garage or like wherever and like you know your stuff is closing and you know it's not going to be around anymore if you sit around and try and like spin a tale about like how great it is and how they're going to save you and they're going to look out for you and like you definitely have a job like you're wasting like all that time you spent fantasizing about it being saved is all the time that you could have spent looking for the next opportunity yeah, right because then you good. end up double disappointed because not only did the stuff that you were really relying on to survive die but then you missed out on the chance to like jump on a train to something yeah and that's what's crazy because I feel like at Lucky there was definitely those people that like we're not going to get fired and the whole time you're like guys this is going down that's everywhere I mean like at like any place that where, where you see something like that happening there's always going to be that like group of diehards who's like it's not changing it's staying the same they're yeah. going to save us it's like that's like you know th- that was wasn't just special to like the industry yeah the for sure where, where we were like i've seen other places where people got laid off and you're like you know what like you're you're wasting your yeah. time like you're living in a fantasy and in fact like not being able to see the reality and the truth of what's going on here is actually like also shutting you down from seeing what could be what okay. could be better then let me ask you this question because i think this is all ties in together like in your opinion how can journalism be saved do you think um, how can journalism be seen? Do you think it's still going to be around? Is it still okay? Or do you think journalism, that journalism itself is okay? Like telling stories is is great. Like it's it's what we like. It's what we all want. It's what we all crave. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like you could be opening the New York Times, you could be opening like the New Yorker, you could be opening like US Today or whatever. You're flipping through the pages because you want to kind of encounter content and encounter information that moves you and informs you and uh, you know and makes you sort of feel good and informed about your your place in the world, right? Yeah. Then you could like go to a movie or you could turn on like your favorite TV show or you could like listen to music. It's the same thing. You just want to be in touch with content that sort of is shaking you up and like making you think. That's never going to go away. I feel like that's just sort of a natural human need and desire. Like where we will find that information, like that's going to change. You know what? It used to be that like you opened your door on Sunday morning, which a lot of people still do. You reach down and like you pick up your paper and then you sat down and you had the news. Yeah. So that's kind of still happening, but it's also just like you're getting up first thing in the morning, you're flipping over your phone, or you're looking at like, you know, your 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 watch, or you know, or you're finding all of these other places where you're trying to also encounter that good content. So the people who are really smart about it will be like okay, people are looking in all these new places, so we're going to be there, right? Yeah. So we're going to have the content, you know, the, the content waiting for them. So whether it's on, like, YouTube or, you know, like when you're in an office building and you're waiting, you're standing in the elevator and there are those little panels yeah. that give you, like, That's good true. news. Yep. Like, there are those people who are always going to seize an opportunity to kind of, like, fill those, fill those spots and fill those moments of the day with content that they think has meaning for you. I think what more people will try and do, and this is my own personal prediction, is that only give you content but try and like anticipate it'll be more anticipating like the content that you want and the times of the day you want it and the places that you oh, want wow. to get it okay so, so i think that more... that will be the, the critical thing is i just really want snacks 
<laughs> right? Just, just like, give me snacks. All right, day. and maybe like it, the, the day will come where they're just like Lance not only wants news, but he also wants like a power so, box. Yeah. Do you so think like, it'll ever? Do you think it'll ever turn into like the movie Blade Runner, where it's just like ads and Fifth yeah. Element, where it's just it's psycho, psycho crap everywhere? You're like, this is out of control. Have you seen Minority Report? Yeah, where like they that. target ID you as you're walking down the street. Oh, yeah, it's and, right and project yeah, ads. Yeah, that'll happen soon. Absolutely, Facebook already is there. Yeah, I like, can look up anywhere right now on my phone. Yeah, yeah, or like you know, you know when you're like <clears throat> looking for like a pair of shoes or something on on your computer, or like, a, yeah. like a shirt, and then all of a sudden like your Facebook feed sure, like, fills yeah. with a shirt, and then like all these panels like on your you know on the, like your Hotmail account, mm. and you're just like, oh my god, like the the spies, yeah. the spies are watching, and I don't think like a lot of people like who are in that. Business, think of it as spying they think that they're kind of I know somebody who works at Yahoo and that's her job is to figure it out how to really? say all of these brand names like we talked about Yahoo <laughs> so. we talked about yeah. Lucky like yeah, yeah, the whole thing we're yeah. all gonna be we're in like, some freaking prison yeah probably yeah, yeah probably uh, I think well like what I wanna know is like, do, do they sometimes I think it's weird if you're if I go to a show or do something and I meet a comic Sometimes, like later on Facebook, I'll go like that night, and I swear it's like people you may know, and that guy's on there or that yeah. girl. Do you think that they like find my? They find like somehow they find our locations together, and they're like, "Yes, because, oh, for the love of God!" Yes, well, I dude. Do. Yes, I think that's that there's scary. a gnome in my purse sometimes. Do you know what I mean? That's just like, <laughs> dude. The Wait, idea. What for real? No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> think it's hilarious when people get mad about the government spying. I'm like, are you guys we kidding me? Dude? Spies, yeah. We have given we get we jumped to shark that shark five years ago. Totally, dude. we're done. <laughs> what, I think, what, what I think, and you guys can totally challenge me on this. I think oh, that will. like future generations will actually just be sort of more accepting of the fact that there's yes. like so much more transparency to like their daily actions, right? Yeah. So it's just like the photographs they're taking, the tickets yeah. that they're buying, the shows that they're going to, like the content that they're looking at, like the idea that it's sort of being tracked somewhere, and so you know, and this information about them is being collected to maybe like sell them something later on down the line, or like give them some information on the line. Yeah. I think more and more people are just going to kind of accept it as just a fact of daily. Like, yeah, we, I agree with you, but doesn't, yeah. doesn't that scare you though? Because then now we're censoring our lives, right? Where it's like, well, I can't do this one thing because someone might take a picture of it, and then someday that's going to come out. Like, if you have to, like, I think about this every time you take a selfie or a picture, you're now filtering th- through the sensor of this is going to go online. Yes. How do I want this to be seen? Right. But so, I mean, like, what if you live like that? What if you're like, I can't send this text, which I, I mean, there's so many texts I never should have sent at this point. I think also <laughs> if you are the type of person that's like kind of filling, you know, the interwebs with all sorts of content about yourself and you're like, you're populating your Instagram every day and you're like on your Twitter feed, oh, you God. know, like I do that. Yeah, but I'm I'm just like you are putting a lot of content out there about yourself. You're also creating this like this big sort of arsenal of information of surveillance, basically, yeah. right? So if anyone wants to take that and not just use it as a way to kind of see all the cool shit you're doing, is the negative stuff. Hmm? Yeah, they did that with like Trevor Noah. They do that with yeah, everybody. It's like, like if you, you get something happens, they people start rummaging through everything. They're like, but you one time you said yeah, this. And it's but weird. you've handed it to them. Do you know? I and know. like some people, like when that ego kicks in, like you, you some people just can't help it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. It's just like if you're on vacation and you're having like your expensive bottle of wine and you're like in your big dinner on like Ooh. the private island and yeah, you have I to know. put and you have to put pictures up of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Someone's gonna be like, that's great, you know. But now we're gonna, you know, try and sell you X or oh, you know yeah. or, or or give you Y like 
a lot of the content that we're that is sort of being used to create these sort of profiles and these sort of methods of tracking people and trying to anticipate their needs, we're handing it over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that just like that's some ego shit right there. Yeah, it's just but, like everyone should see my new dress. Everyone should see. Yeah, like, my that's why I never bottle of wine. I never Instagram when I'm on my yacht. I usually keep it private. Uh, I hear you, dog. I never Instagram. I hear my you, dog. Yacht. What goes on on the yacht? Stays <laughs> the that's what I'm saying. There's so many celebs <laughs> in there. Like Lance Weiss. True, true player. A true player never. Is right? that explain never why like Lance, a lot of your updates are like, socks, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep it simple. Just because Keep you're just like, yeah, man, you don't, you can't. Can I tell you one of the greatest things about working with Lance? Yes. And like, poor Lance, because like where he sat in our office, you had like a very open yeah. view of his computer. So he would walk by and like every time I walked by, I would see like a shirtless picture of Lance. Yeah, it's killing what? A shirtless picture of, of what? And I'd be like, oh my God, is that Vladimir Putin? The Putin pick. I had a montage of Putin and me with our shirts on. <laughs> You're a treasure. You're a treasure. I'm awesome to work with. Yeah, yeah I know. I keep, I keep it fresh. Why do you think? Why do you think I work with you? <laughs> no, but I always said that like, if, if Vladimir Putin's biopic gets made, Lance is Yeah, I'll be Lance honest. Lance the guy writing, writing, writing You're in, bro. You want yeah. to do your question? Uh, yeah, let's go with something. If we can switch a little, a little was different. That, was that dark? Was no, that no, no, that was great. Shit? Okay. Yeah, that okay. was not dark at I just, all. Okay. I, I like getting into like you, like your yeah, so background, let's go back. your child. Like, I like okay. getting into that stuff. Sure, sure, sure. The podcast is about turning... That was all good stuff um, about turning negatives into, into positives. positives. You what? Negatives into positives. Yeah. Yes. So let's. Is there something else? So obviously, going from lucky, like you were smart and looking ahead, and mm-hmm. you could have just like rest, like oh well, well I'm going to sink with the ship or whatever, for lack right. of a better. But you were like ahead of the game, and now you've got a position that's as good as 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 good as it is. Right. And and uh, is there anything like maybe at a different point in your life, in your personal life, or something that happened, you know, a few years ago, a couple <laughs> years ago, that's like this thing happened. You're like, this is a terrible thing. I'm never going to get out of it. And then, oh like, my God, and, then you, yeah. and then when you got out, you're like, oh, what? Like, how thankful you are that that thing actually happened. Then, because you wouldn't be at the New York, you'd still be a lucky. Maybe if it was still going on, you'd still be a lucky. But because but, it went down, yeah. you now have have a positive. Has anything else in your life like that happened in the past? I mean, I don't know if it's just about sort of going from like you know a fashion magazine to this really cool place. I think it's like. Your ability, anyone's ability to kind of be resilient is not just like, it's it's not something that's, it's occasionally rewarded, yeah. right? So that type of sort of mental resilience is occasionally rewarded, but like most of the time it's just tested. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, you, you, you get on the subway and like, you know, everyone's pushing each other yeah. and the train's not, you know, the train's not going anywhere. You're sort of like walking down the street and like, you know, bags are hitting you or like someone who you thought was legit is like, you know, is, is, is not legit. I think that's like, you know, that's the, that's the true test and that stuff happens every day. So like yeah. the kind of mental hardware that you develop to kind of talk yourself through that, you know, and the sort of those, those baby defeats and those little defeats yeah. on that when you sort of develop like just the, the, the armor, you know, you keep talking yourself, you keep finding some sort of apparatus in your brain um, that at some point it works for you in like a bigger context. You know what I mean? You can sort of take it, and it might be like a job that you really want, or a relationship, yeah. or some sort of professional victory, or some sort of like creative victory. But sort of 
most of the time your resilience and your strength in that area is built in like very 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 small ways you know in these sort of like small scale ways but it gets better and you know it becomes more natural um, you know and you sort of develop these ways to kind of talk yourself through stuff and then all of a sudden when it comes to something big you already have this way of kind of dealing with it and you're you're, that's very true what about that time you punched a homeless guy though Denise (laughs) <laughs> it never happened that goes against oh everything you just God. said I was like what right. but is there something right. in your life that, that is an example of that maybe um is there something in, yeah I mean like you know I have a job that I really in, in, enjoy now I mean okay there's like this one funny thing that happened to me years ago years ago when I first left college right and I was just like I don't know, like I was going to write and like do something creative, you know, and I'm like, I'm not going to law school, you know, and I'm not going to whatever, do all the super cool things. I'm going to sort of take my, you know, I'm going to take my own path. So of course, you know, me taking my own path, I ended up, you know, I was working at this like burrito place, <laughs> like, uh, you know, in like in in, in midtown. And I'm well, like, I feel like creative writing in MFA and creative writing itself is like a huge risk, right? It's like, I mean, it's like any, what is that? Yeah, anything where you're like, you're training like not to be in a trade, right? Yeah. So like there are certain professional schools and it's, it's, it's almost like a trade, right? Yeah. And it's doing like your professional development in an academic setting to lead to a job, right? So if you're doing like writing or painting or film or theater and it's something creative, like job, professional success is not guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. All hopefully it does is just give you kind of the, the, the courage to, to, to keep sure. going or like right. a set of work habits that will take you through, right? Yeah. Um, but this TJ was went to ago. art school. See, yeah. my brother, you great. know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so, you know, I was trying to sort of Thanks Whatever, for calling me of, out, Lance. Thanks yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> right. But sort of stick to my, you know, stick to sort of my whatever creative path I thought that I was on. But I was like in this burrito place, like taking reservations. And, <laughs> you know, the, the phone rings and I'm like, you know, burrito place. Oh, uh, that's like, like soul I, crushing when you. May I take yeah. your order? And I'm like taking the order. And Man. the guy on the other end of the phone was like, Nisi? Is that you? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yes. Oh, no. And it was a guy that I went to college with who oh, was giving man. me his burrito order. Oh, over the oh my God. God. Like, Your undergrad or Columbia? This was this was after I was like undergrad. And I was just and like, where'd you go to undergrad? Princeton. Yeah, so Ooh. just so people know, so if you know you went to Princeton and now the guy calling you also went to Princeton and you're at the burrito <laughs> you're, place. That's and like, you're taking that's his, a, that's a right? and make you lose your mind. Burrito order. He was like, Nisi? is that you? And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it's. And me. you're like, like, yeah, we own seven burrito shops now. <laughs> 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 you know. But you know, and that's like that's that's a test, and that's that's yeah. you know, and that's sort of like you have to have faith and you don't you don't know when um when the payoff is going to be or if there will ever be a so payoff wh- wait what so came, what came after that yeah i i took the burrito order that uh, was my no, job no after, <laughs> oh sorry that. sorry no what did he order as a burrito what did he order did he get salsa Denise, what did he get? Did he get salsa? Did he get chips on the side? What did he get? Was it rice and chicken? Come on, you, you gotta know. Remember. At some point, it was just like it was all business again, right? So I took, so I took the burrito or, uh, order. But what came? I mean, so much, so much fun stuff. Like I've had a lot of fun jobs. Like I worked at yeah, and to be networks and done like fun red carpet stuff and yep. interviewed great. Have people. you ever been a clown? Have I ever been a clown? Have I ever been a clown? Well, I guess you didn't do fun jobs then. <laughs> this one thinks she's Wait, cool. actually, yeah, we should mention that TJ wants to know if the burrito place is hiring still. No. Or no. Yeah. 
Yeah. Where was it? What was it called? Where was it? Let me tell you. When I left, okay, they, 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 they didn't. They are you didn't from Jersey? Long. Where are you from? I'm from New York. Oh, okay, okay. Why did you think that I was from Jersey? Because you said Princeton. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nothing wrong with the Jurors. We love the I'm from Jersey. It's fine. aggressive about Jersey. No, but I did. You kind of brought up a little like New York resentment. Because as a New Yorker, you people from New York hate Jersey. New Yorker, like I'm wow. just, Denise. I didn't know. I'm no, I'm sorry. a little upset that you did not recognize my New York swagger. Uh, like, right well, I didn't know. Shirt I didn't says the it. New York Times. I get it, guys. I get it. All right, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Right, sorry. We'll, we'll. TJ, is this is an art school. Go. Okay, man. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, dude. She has yeah, three yeah. teardrop tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I should have known. <laughs> is that place hiring though? Right, is it? <laughs> no, Chipotle? I'm telling you, I don't think that they're still around. I left. Jesus, the, sh- the shit down. fell apart after I, I left. I knew exactly. Right. Like, Who's gonna take these orders now? So I'm just done. saying. So even if you're taking the, you know, if you're like fresh out of underground and you yeah. don't know what to do with your life and you end up taking burritos. burrito orders, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the way yeah. you say that you're still on track for success is like, don't fuck up the burrito order. Yeah. Do you know that what I mean? Because if you true. can't true. take the burrito order, you can't do anything else. Yeah. You know. But yeah, and I, you know, so yeah. So what did you do after? Yeah. To the burrito order. I mean, I did worked someone it. call with another burrito order? No, I'm just kidding. Come no, that, 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 that was job. that was the last time. That was that was the last time yeah. that happened. But uh, yeah, no, I worked at like red carpet, different events. magazines, yeah. and like TV networks, and um, yeah, I've been, you know. So you went from a, a, a shitty burrito place. To, to like now really good, you know it's like really good, like fun right stuff. Now is you guys don't realize how old I am. Like you, think, <laughs> you're like twenty three. No, seriously, no. You think that the timeline is much shorter than it is. This, like this is a long timeline, okay? And like oh. I'm really going back, and no one is gonna share. Like I'm not gonna yeah. give you numbers, yeah. but you really need to like expand the time. This is not uh. all in like the past like three years. We're 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 going what? back a ways, and I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna say a name and tell on. me if this is relevant. Okay. Ronald Reagan. <laughs> 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 JFK. Uh, no, but have you the guy like, with the monocle? No, but I like, but, but I have to. I have to do that. I have to like watch my call, my pop culture references now with you know. Yeah. With the millennials, it sounds weird. Really? It sounds weird because I want to know. Like every time I meet women, they're like, "I'm I'm a lot older than you think," and I don't. And I look at you, I'm like, "There's no way." I always need. To, I'm like, How? "Come on." That's because you Come look on. old as shit. I still don't know. I look and if, you, if you think, if you think, that's very nice to say, but if you think I'm coughing up a number. Dude, I still don't know. I know you're know. not. It's I fun. Yeah. never have known. <laughs> I still don't know. I have legitimately no idea how old. Because I just knew, like, I can't. I'm, like, I can I'm take shots. I can take shots in the dark, but you look really good that I can't. I couldn't even. Yeah, I'm All right, asking. TJ, let's not go to the podcast. <laughs> okay, come on. Can you, can let's you let keep me, it on can track you, like, here. Can I, or, can I just please yeah. make this worthwhile? So anyway, what are you doing? It doesn't crack. Well. It doesn't crack. Black does not crack. Does no. not Denise crack. is black. You're just finding out. Yeah. 15 people just stopped listening. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. A very racist thought. Because they hear the burrito order, like, oh, Mexican girl. Well, times have changed. Haven't they two white guys working for a black woman, huh? No, diversity, right? Diversity. Well, I'm going to get into this about your life. You're a big yoga person. Yeah. Yeah, man. yoga. The yoga came into my life, and I swear, I actually sometimes when I think about how I found yoga I really just kind of walked into it like I yeah. had seen like the name of some studio online and kind of walked into it yeah. and that was and that was it so I, my peak I was doing yoga maybe like three four times a week I don't do it quite no. as much anymore did you but, do the ohms at the end like was it very like a spiritual yoga 
Yeah, I mean I the like place those. where I do it, like you don't, you know what I mean? It's like the classes are like almost two hours, and you, you get you get a lot but of. But it's like in. it's very like yeah, it's like very chill. Because I did oh, I did a yoga class once at like my f- girlfriend at the time worked at the JCC, the Jewish Community Center, uh-huh. and it was like I did. She brought me to a yoga place where they ohm at the end. It's like a lot of calm music. The yeah. teacher's very spiritual, and I was like, oh, this is, and after I left, I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah. Then you go to one where they're like, all right, downward dog, now do downward dog. And like, Ugh. all right, it's the warrior one. Now we're doing Warrior yeah. One. Good yeah. back on you, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to yoga, DJ? But you know what? <laughs> we got I salamis. Almost... You guys want pepperonis? <laughs> where, are you, where are you going? We pizza after yeah, we stretch. A... TJ only but does you yoga. Know what? In the I Bronx. almost prefer that, like the type, like the serious, like no frills. Like, oh yeah, get your poses and do it. Then someone's just like, yeah. oh, I'm so breathy. I love. And... I like that though. I love really? when they're like, they're yeah, like, because I feel like I'm in a different place. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, well, no, that's I mean, true. That's I like being like connected like that. It's because really? so uh, I'm like very no frills. I'm like, tell me the poses, give yeah, me a I'll task, it, yeah. let me execute the Getting task, it done. and then we'll like, yeah, dude, dude. and then we'll like, and then we'll keep going. But yeah. I mean, some people like go to church. You know, some people have maybe like a religious or spiritual organization yeah. that they like touch base with. You know, maybe like, a, you know, every Sunday or one night a week or something. But yeah. for me, that just became a way to sort of like be very into like uh, fitness and sort yeah. of health and just exercising and having that kind of outlet. Do you still do that or what do you do instead of yoga now? Did you replace no, it with something? No, I'm still... I'm, still just I'm do still, That's your I'm thing of like... Yeah. All right, good, great. But I like that it was sort of like... I think I was also looking for something to kind of help me remember just kind of humanity and other people. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Great. Like I was just yeah. moving into like... I was moving into a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I gotta like start thinking about other people more and how I treat people and sort of and that just became yeah. the thing that made me think like I don't know that everyone needs that but I feel like as long as you have something in your life yeah. that kind of I think two people in this room need that these two I need a lot like, of you know, stuff treat people better and <laughs> be respectful to their friend that helps them out with their guys uh, I don't know if you're everyone listening at home TJ just took out a tip jar which I thought was really inappropriate <laughs> it's just, I'm just yeah. well, it's not that inappropriate just I'd like you know throw like five bucks in you set up a GoFundMe for TJ you guys want to Start, yeah, yeah. Start yeah. Add one of these to the podcast. Right? A GoFundMe for TJ. Yeah, yeah. I got an IndieGoGo for my dinner needs tonight. A, TJ needs a new job. Yeah. So you just say when you whenever because I always ask our guests what they do when they have like a bad day or something not go right. Was yoga one of your go tos? Whenever you have a day, you're like work stinks, my personal life stinks, things are on the like outs. Here's two questions, two parts. Oh, you mean like one, yesterday? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> In this town, it could be any by the hour. Uh-huh. Do you have, do you like do you like hit a, like a rock bottom like a vice you hit or something like you eat a ton of ice cream or like you just like can't get out of bed and then and then what are your rebounds like how do you go like how do you back. get yourself back to normal I guess or into a positive light I'm deep into the cheese popcorn cheese I love, popcorn oh. I live I live for cheese popcorn I didn't know that. like it is I actually I have like a cheese popcorn addiction you have it at the ready at home oh I do just in case like, like the, big, the big Christmas tins with oh. like the three different <laughs> I mean all sizes like I don't mind like the little like the, the little snack bag yeah, yeah. like the big Costco size <laughs> I didn't realize like, this was going on at all I was like, no 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 <laughs> so, no I have like I have I, it used to be a potato chip addiction but I was like I need to get that like, little, oh, yeah no I mean like Raining I was in, yeah. I was like stalking the aisles of Dwayne Reed at like midnight like kind wow. of like a zombie looking you know for like potato chips and stuff but oh, I well, when, you have, a, when you have a bad day that's your go to yeah well, I, there, I have a variety of go to so like it, it's almost like a routine so 
cheese popcorn is on the list. Um, there may be a glass of wine in there. I'm not gonna Come lie. Come on, yeah, let's um, let's talk about and it. And then, um, so it's like a lot of self care. It's like let's do this for Denise. And I like long walks. I don't, I don't, I don't mind a long Ooh. walk alone or with with someone. alone. Headphones or no headphones? No, no headphones. Just no, in your own I, head. I do not believe in walking the streets of New York with headphones. There's too much going yeah. on. Like wow. the good and bad. No, stop. you do not desensitize. Like I just feel like people who see you sort of like just desensitize. Plus, when I listen to music, I get so in like the zone that I I almost lose like I like I'm in a sort of semi unconscious yeah. state. And I've had headphones in like at work and stuff, and people have to go like eyelash to eyelash with me to kind of like bring yeah. me back. Yeah, I remember doing that. So yeah, I, I just feel do like that with in you order too. to keep my in order to keep. I my was like, hey, fuck smart. face. <laughs> <laughs> we got a job you to do rang. here. What do my fucking paychecks so, come through? Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yeah. So that's what I, say. I really popcorn, miss fuckface. Cheese that's popcorn hilarious. is top on the list. Ain't nothing cheese like a cheese popcorn. Yeah, cheese popcorn. So that, and then you reflect wine. on it. Basically, wine, cheese, pop, go for a walk, and then you're reflecting on whatever the situation. Oh yeah, is. I'm like I'm a like a serious deep thinker. And will you like, go to I yoga t- during this time too? I will definitely go to yoga during this time. And it's so funny because I have I have a twin sister, and she thinks that like she's always. Do you? Is me. she black too? She's also black. Oh, great. Okay. I mean, yeah. most days, most days. But um, <laughs> but um, she she uh, one of our funniest conversations. She's like Denise, you you just overthink sometimes. You're like too deep in your yeah. brain. And I remember one time we were like on vacation together, and so we were in this hotel room, and we were like in our beds side by side, and I was thinking about something, and all of a sudden, like in the dark out of nowhere, she goes, "I can hear you thinking." Yeah. Like, uh, chill out. Yeah, you can feel but, energy like yeah, that. Yeah, but I just get so like deep into my head that. Like it's 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 that so I have to also like just be cognizant of not getting too deep in the zone. But yeah, yeah but like some cheese popcorn, glass of wine, a little yoga. I'm 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 back. So what do you, what do you want to do um, going forward? With le- how many years you got left on this planet? What like what are your next goals or your next? <laughs> <laughs> if, if you think what age do you think you'll die at? And then no, for anybody. The point is like everybody dies have? pretty soon. So, so it's we can like, figure out your age. Let's do the math. Yeah. Because you're, you're you're an editor at the New York Times, correct? Is that the title, editor or yeah, yeah? You're an editor at the New York. Like, where do you go from here? Like, do you have personal? Do you want to write a oh book? My God, there's do you always wanna, there's there's always somewhere left. I mean, know? I'm I'm very satisfied with where I am professionally yeah. right now. But but like I said, like it, you know, you can always have ambition. You yeah. know what I mean, like it doesn't. Um, nothing should sort of stifle your ambition. Like, do I know where I want that ambition? I really don't know right now because yeah. I ju- I just got here and like yeah. Um, you know, I I have my my grandma I spent a lot of time with my grandma and she's she's getting older That's so great. that has sort of like put a lot of just uh, uh, a lot of my thinking has just gone into like kind sure. of a semi-immediate Life. yeah um, a semi-immediate future but like yeah, yeah I'll, I'll come back here and get my and get my get my life plan get my life plan together but for, for right now it's just some real willy-nilly shit so <laughs> sorry uh, <laughs> willy-nilly sorry, shit sorry dad sorry dad I have no like I have no but I have nobody no really has a life plan right nobody really has That's yeah. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that like I really? got here on time was yeah. like that was that was like the big that was the biggest. If by like, forty five I'm still doing this, I shoot myself. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> well, TJ's got six months. Yeah. So guys, fill the tip jar, please. <laughs> right, right, right. I fill have that about tip jar. Eight years to live. Yeah. All right, that's mm-hmm. fair, man. 
That's I fair. feel like you guys usually get these super funny people on here, and I was just no, we, no, you're not. Too not serious. We no, you're, no, you're not. This is great. Okay, we, I enjoy. We I talked about this already. And Lance says every time we enjoy having like people that are naturally funny and just, like a, you're a charming, funny okay. woman. Yeah. TJ, Fine. we get it. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Listen, I'm just saying. By the way, definitely messages after TJ sends you that creepy thank you message <laughs> that we're not well, on. It's, it's not creepy. Yeah. It's You're not the last one we're we going to have on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you got to only have dudes on. Like, yeah, it's like it's old dudes. I just, it's not creepy. I'm like, hey, we should get dinner now. <laughs> and you just left. You're like, I just left. I'm like, I know I'm behind you. It's not creepy. I'm, like, Good job. I'm behind you on the street. Right. Do you live around here? On. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, no, who's I laughing, who's laughing now, guys? You. I was just right. Oh, crap. So I thought you were okay. right there. You're hitting on me. All right. That was. Oh, sorry. That's a random. Yeah, he lives, he lives around here in a river. <laughs> <laughs> Under the river. Are you guys all on the Tinder? Is that what the youth are doing these days? I, I'm, I, I'm on that, and it's terrible. Because uh, after well, a I've while, heard, I've heard it's gone down. Well, it's gone down because you. So you, you are you are you on it or have you ever done mm-mm, it? Mm-mm. So I did. It's like it, you swipe like you know yes or no it's a swipe people. Yeah, it's a but swipe. the whole thing is they give you a certain amount now and they lock you out for twelve hours really? unless you pay twenty dollars a month. Wow. And I'm like you, yeah, and there's ads on it now. So now like you're swiping all of a sudden it's like a Nike shoe. I'm like wow. I'm not gonna bang a Nike shoe. And then it's like you're like oh it's an ad, which is like gun back to marketing. Like now they're doing it in dating sites. You're like, nope. Oh, she's cute. She's not. She's cute. Plus, she's, dude, in like TJ's Nike? defense, it's hard to swipe when your phone's covered in tears. <laughs> uh, it's a slippery the swipe. Finger doesn't register. <laughs> the, the swipe function doesn't it's a slippery work. Sli- that's yeah, it's so sli- funny and mean. <laughs> that's really good. No, I mean that's how I would probably be on Tinder. Yeah. But um, no, I've never done it. I completely missed the online dating game. I, yeah. I'm always so intrigued to hear about it because I have no idea how it works. I mean, I've heard a lot about it through Weiss, and it sounds like just great time. I mean, even through me, it's bad. Are you single? Back I'm not trying day, to be creepy. No, no. Oh, good God, dude. What? I'm, oh not trying, I'm not trying to be creepy. I'm, I'm just curious. T- I'm not going to answer that question. You're not going to answer it? Oh, no. just like the age. How mysterious. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're That's a 26-year-old single That's woman. Deep, well, what would you do? Let's, uh, let's uh, maybe just for um, any listeners... Um, <laughs> If, uh, Any listeners interested in stalking it, me? No, yeah. anybody, <laughs> follow if our anybody wanted to like have a job in journalism, what would you? What kind of advice would you give them? Say, say Go something. To law say something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, um, what would you say to someone who's like they're senior in college somewhere? Maybe they didn't even go to college because they're just an internet unfort- whatever. Fortunately or unfortunately, I would say just like the moment that you have the idea that that journalism might be the thing for you just like get started just do it get started like write you know get clips start a blog like there are so many opportunities right now to kind of put content out there about like you know you don't have to wait for editors and all sorts of gatekeepers to kind of let you in like you You can can publish right today you can put good you can put good content out there having also said that like don't don't put shit out there either do you know what I mean like really think about it like if you're putting stuff out there that that you write um, and that you you choose to write you're not on anybody's schedule right so don't don't rush to put crap out there Mm -hmm. because the crap will follow you the good stuff will follow you too so I would say yeah as soon as you have the idea like get started don't be afraid to network tell people what you want to do like be really just kind of open and transparent about what your professional um, ambitions are and be nice and be a nice person um, and send thank you notes oh wow well looks like we have to send very little done these days people don't don't do it near as much as they Send a thank you. Like, it can be something you drop in the mailbox. It can we'll be, expect like, a bottle of wine after this. Right. <laughs> True. Seriously, Denise she... would do that, by the way. She's classy. Oh, no, I don't yeah. say cheesy popcorn and some wine. 
Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, cheesy me, popcorns. Drop yeah. some, drop some cheese popcorn on my doorstep. Oh, that's nice. it. You'll probably, you'll, you'll probably hear from me. I definitely, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll do that. Just give me your address when the show. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll drop it off. Personally delivered. Yeah. All right. So what? Um, where can people find you? Is there anything you you would like to? If, if we want to learn you, more about writing. Denise, I actually have like nothing. I have oh, I have nothing to promote. You have articles. What about though, your online? Twitter or like your pieces you're working on? If we want to find your pieces, I want to find your your check, latest piece. Check, check my Twitter feed. I your have Twitter, my you're Twitter feed is like Denise okay, underscore Studio, and like I yeah. have you know I have I don't know like 360 followers, which is which is not a lot. And there I, I like it's a very like professional Twitter feed. Yeah. But usually like the stuff I put up there is stuff that I feel really good. That I worked on, or that my coworkers mm. worked on. So even though it's like kind of super professional, like I'm not telling you like where I had dinner or anything. Yeah, it does reflect like stuff that has meaning for me and like what I'm I'm proud of. So if you want to see what I'm proud of, like go go there. But I tend I, I tend to not sort of put too much stuff out there. I oh my god, can I say one more thing? Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, so like you're out of time. No, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So I think I don't know. if Lance was at the magazine, but Brendan was there when I was in the uh, to the Whoopie Pie competition. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was I would like for a couple of years I got in the amateur like cooking competition circuit. Oh yeah, with dude. These, with these Whoopie Pies, and one time I, I was featured in an article in like a major New York daily, um, talking about the art <laughs> of Whoopie Pies. <laughs> wow. Um, and some dude like. <laughs> found it and started sending me messages on Facebook <laughs> like oh. in a sea of like thousands of articles and like more, yeah. le- more legitimate news in the world like some dude was like on Facebook and was just like hey so I would like to ask you about Whoopie Pies and Ooh, of course wow. my ego got involved and I'm just like I'm messaging him right back and I'm just yeah. like, like this is how you do it and like the, the, the frosting and like whatever and then like you know Five emails later, like this just got really it's dirty. Got <laughs> so uh, I just okay. had to like. So don't I do that. I shouldn't do that. Okay. And after that, I was it's like, like whoopee. No yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like yeah. Like guys I said, are such creepy. Like, we'll we'll always find some gross angle to get you. Like totally. hey, nice shirt. Yeah. Want to get dinner? And you're like, yeah. Ugh, I don't know. No, yet. and I was like, you should use like confectioner yeah. sugar. And he's like, of course, like, oh, yeah, yeah, of course, okay, yeah, great, great. Yeah, but how about like, I come over? You make me a whoopie pie. That was the last I mean, thing, it, and you're it like, it degenerated to that level like pretty quickly, and I was like, never again, exactly. you know. Yeah. So I was sort of so creepy dude out there who got filthy about the yeah. whoopies, like the whoopies. <laughs> The I would post more on social media, but you talked about it. He ruined it. He ruined it. That was great. So you know, guys, great, great job. Thank you, uh, Denise. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're the Burrell Stanson. Stinson. 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 It was so funny after Just the OJ Simpson up. case, everyone called me Denise Burrell Simpson. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, I couldn't go anywhere without someone. How me weird! Stinson. How old were you when that case came out? Damn it, I almost, Three? I, I almost <laughs> I got you. I okay. almost got you. Yeah, uh, yeah that was great. Thank you, Janice. Oh Thank you. I so tried to play a player. <laughs> That's the game. Uh, please put something in the tip jar and <laughs> go to GandhiShow.com for all our great shows. The LA crowd, uh, follow us all on Twitter. You can find that at Gandhi. Just everything you want to find is at GandhiShow.com. Same with this podcast on SoundCloud. Rate us on iTunes. And that's it, guys. Anything else? That's it, baby. Thanks, guys. That's it, guys. Be well. See ya. Peace. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more. And follow us on Twitter at GandhiShow. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno. 